Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. So for everybody that is just now tuning in, this is a bonus episode. Um, Of course, the podcast is still new. Um, You are tuned in to The Real Deal with James, and we have with us the beautiful Mariah. Um, I don't know if I should say your whole name or if I just say Mariah or how how should I be addressing you? Mariah will suffice. (laughs) So so we are live, so to speak, with Mariah. And um, obviously you are beautiful. So I I really, I I really appreciate it now. But (laughs) I'm just, I'm, I'm really excited. Um, As you probably can tell, um, I'm just like, I'm like floored with just like any media opportunity that I get. Like, this is absolutely my passion. Um, I've been doing media for about 20 years independently. So, I mean, I went to school for journalism and everything, but kind of in the process of trying to get experience and, um, you know, things like that, I just started kind of creating my own platforms and my own opportunities. And I kind of fell off into that. So it really became, okay, I don't want to work for anybody else. So I've worked for like the, um, you know, here in Cleveland, um, I, I worked for NBC or for uh, WKYC a little bit. I worked for Radio One for a few years. Um, I did some freelance with BET. Um, I've kind of been all over the place, but I love doing the independent thing. And um, I love being able to connect with people like you. Um, of course, there's a Cleveland connection. So that made it like even bigger. And I've been telling everybody like Mariah, 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 Mariah. So um, thank you so, so much because it's people like you that helped me to continue to be able to pursue my passion and really follow it and, you know, follow it like with fire and vigor. And like, I, I love this opportunity. So thank you. And thank you. Likewise. I'm very honored and very grateful. Um, so I think my first question is really about the Cleveland connection. Where does that come in? Because of course I've read your bio and I see where you were born and all that stuff. So where does Cleveland pop in that? So Cleveland pops in with my music group that I'm signed to, which is Veracity Music Group. Um, I'm signed with uh, Mr. Edwin Tony Nicholas, um, who also was the producer for Material Girl. Um, So that's where that big connection comes from. So shout out to Cleveland. Love you guys. Yes, I was like, like in the beginning, I was like, oh, shit, she from Cleveland. She from Cleveland. (laughs) I mean, that that, kind of gave me the fire to really jump into it. And then it was like, well, damn, like she good. Like she really, really good. Almost when you, um, what was it? In coming to America, coming to America. He's like, that boy is good. I'm like, um, I love, I love material girl. Number one. I think that there's just a power. It's, it's a powerful message and a powerful meaning behind it. Obviously for any woman or any girl that's listening to that song, but outside of that, really anybody, um, it really can apply to anybody. And I just think it's a powerful song. Your vocals are powerful. Um, I got to listen to I Love Stuck on You um, or Stuck With You. Yes. Um, I love that song. I think I just, I don't know. I, I can't even say. Just, <laughs> I love that song. And then, Thank you. what is it? The one that, this is why I love you have you have me kind of sitting here like, 
damn, like I really, really love this song. And like, she's really, really good. So I like what you're doing, but um, kind of first and foremost, start with Material Girl. Um, like, I think we see the meaning behind it, but what kind of prompted you to put something like that out? That's a great question. Well, um, God has given me the opportunity to write shared and lived experiences. Um, so things that I go through kind of prompts me to be able to write um, to help others. Material Girl was written from a standpoint of a girl, you know, which was me. Am I going to let these materialistic things cater to the overall relationship and kind of mask what I'm lacking in the relationship? Things that you cannot buy. You can't buy love. You can't buy time. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, these are just things that you you can't go into a product store and be like, give me time. You, you can't right. do that. Right. <laughs> and when I realized these are things that I needed to be able to be sustained in a true, passionate relationship, something that's going to be worthwhile, that has longevity to it. I realized that I cannot put my worth into something that somebody can just swipe with a credit card. And once I realized that, that's when I realized who I was and what I wanted in the long term. And so that's kind of where Material Girl came from. Okay. I think it's amazing. And then you have, um, am I saying it right? Stuck with you or stuck on you? Yes. Stuck with you. Okay. So stuck with you. That kind of is like an acoustic type of a song, you know, obviously. And you have the acoustic version of Material Girl, which I saw that. And I thought, I was like, okay, yeah. Like, that's not, that's like, that's not like manufactured or whatever. Like, she sounds good. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Is all of your music, like, do you have a lot of acoustic music or like, um, I guess what took you in that route, kind of doing like the acoustic versions? Well, I've always been a lover of strings. I love stringed instruments. I love the guitar. I just think there's something so simplistic about a guitar, yet just so powerful. Like you cannot Mm -hmm. mask the sound. Everybody knows what the sound of a guitar is. Um, And so with my lyrics and my songs, I really want that to speak. So a lot of times I would just request uh, a guitar piece so that people can really listen to what I'm saying. A lot of times in the music industry, you'll hear a really fire bass. You'll hear the 808. You'll Mm. hear a lot of, you know, you'll hear a good instrumental. But a lot of times we're not really listening to what's being said and what's being portrayed. And so I wanted people to not get lost, per se, in the musical background. I wanted them to really grasp and understand the words that I was trying to say. I think that I, th- I think it's powerful just in the sense that it introduces, you know, um, music listeners to the strings and, you know, just to all forms of music. Like I love live performance and like going, you know, going to concerts and instead of them kind of playing like the backdrop of the album or the CD or whatever, like right. they actually have like a full band. And yeah. like I, I love performances like that. So, um, like, do you see yourself kind of doing that, like, as you go out and tour and having a live band with you? Definitely, definitely. I think there's just something so amazing about live music. Um, And, of course, things that are produced is is also a beautiful thing. That's also a gift. However, I just want people to just be enthralled into what they're listening to. And so I just love the raw sound of the instrument itself. So things like, you know, the piano that you'll have, or I love, I'm a lover of fiddles as well. Um, Just different things like that, that create a twang and also a a different type of flavor. Um, That's something that I really love to incorporate into my musical pieces. Yes. 
So I like how you're um, kind of doing like your own rendition of different songs out there. And this is why I love you. Like, I, I haven't heard that in a long time. And like when I, I'm like, OK, well, what is this? And I pulled it up on um, YouTube because I um, subscribe to your YouTube page. So I pulled it up on the YouTube page and I'm like, wow, like, I don't know. It just kind of took me to a place um, like what made you do that song? Well, I actually was contracted by a beautiful family locally to be able to sing there for their wedding. And I think that that's a blessing in and of itself to be incorporated in someone's, you know, time um, in their moment. And actually diving into that song, I really like to study what I'm singing, what I'm performing before I just broadcast it. And I think that the way that Major encapsulated that piece and just put what the meaning of love is into a musical form. I just love the message of that. And so I just wanted that to be portrayed in my overall brand itself. Um, And so I had a really, really good time being able to perform that piece. I think it's very timeless. So as you can see, if you uh, look, since you've seen my YouTube, that I was in like one of those, what you call Whitney Houston types of dresses. Because I really like the timeless type of piece. And you got to present yourself how you want to sound. And so I knew that that song was timeless. And I wanted to show myself as timeless as well. So I really had a good time with that. It's funny you mentioned Whitney Houston, because I thought about that um, when I looked at it. I'm like. Okay, this 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 is kind of reminiscent of like yeah. a, a Whitney Houston moment. And I think that she would love you. Like I think that she would love you and love your voice and just the power behind it and and the things that you're singing about. Um I just think that music has gone in such a way that and and you know, not to really discredit anybody, but it's just changed so much over the years. And you know, what you get with pop and R&B and whatnot. It's just not the same. So somebody like you is like a breath of fresh air. Um, it's like that breath of fresh air that you've been grasping for and trying to get. And it's like, we finally got it. So I think it's good. Um, I think that your, your your vocals are powerful. And you mentioned, you mentioned just kind of studying, you know, as you, you know, you begin to perform things and you prepare for different performances and whatnot, which kind of is a good transition. I kind of want to go maybe back a little bit just to kind of talk about how you how you prepared yourself over the years for this moment now, like where you're in the limelight and you have your album getting ready to drop and like, you know, you're doing what you're doing now, because I I know you did vocal lessons and and whatnot with your mom. Yes, with my mother, my okay. mother, the incomparable Sonia De Hester. Um, she has taught me so much in my 25 years of living um, that, you know, some things that you are taught, you just can't, you know, you just can't buy those types of things. And I'm just so blessed that I have a mother that is well versed in that. Um, because I know that that's not everyone's story. And right. God just gave me the ability to have an in-home listener, in-home studier in her. And I've learned so much. She's taught me uh, vocal teachings, um, how to do things like your tone, your resonance, different things like that. She's always taught me that perfect practice makes perfect. It's Mm -hmm. one thing to just practice, but you have to perfect that practice before you go out into the, into the limelight, into the communities. Mm -hmm. And um, she taught me to be proud of yourself, to keep going, to never let anybody stop your shine, but also realize who gave you the shine in the first place. Yeah. And so in everything that I do, I try to, you know, thank my God 
and make him proud. And so that's how I kind of go over into my music writing. I want my type of music to be able to be played from infancy to old age. I want everybody to be able to be incorporated in that. I just don't want it to be just a a small amount, you know, 18 to 25. I want everybody to be able to partake in it and enjoy it. Um, So vocal lessons, uh, presentation, how you present yourself, um, things like, you know, when I'm singing, you know, simple hand gestures do so much um, Mm -hmm. to an overall performance piece. Being able to engage with those that you are singing to um, is very important. So just different things like that. She has just taught me immensely. And I'm very grateful for her for that. Um, I will say that she is very wise. Um, I don't want to sound old, but I'm like, she raised you. She raised you well. Like I, um, I remember yeah. when I posted, you know, the first things that uh, Raphael sent to me um, maybe about a month ago. I know that probably like maybe two or three minutes after I posted it. And mind you, I'm at the gym. So I, I posted it and then I went back to working out and then my phone is dinging and dinging. And I look back and you had reposted everything and you sent like, thank you so much. And I'm like, yeah, she's serious. Like she she really trying to do this. Um, and I just thought that was cool because you 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 don't get that from a lot of artists you you honestly don't get a lot of artists who are actually involved like in the process and in the kind of the day-to-day of what goes on you know in their career and whatnot they usually have somebody that's kind of handling everything so it just was kind of cool that you were you know obviously watchful and you know paying attention and just involved um i thought it was good i think you have a really big and bright future um i love what it is that you're putting out there um, before I get to anything else about your music, I also want to touch on the fact that you are an, an NICU nurse. Yes. Um, and that resonated with me because I work in healthcare too. I've been, um, at university hospitals here in Cleveland for 20 years. So, wow. um, when I saw that, I was like, okay, I knew it was the reason why I really liked her, but, um, what got you into nursing? Well, I knew that while I was in the waiting room for God to open the doors uh, in the musical realm, I still had that hunger and that drive to be able to help families. Um, and so I realized the the medical standpoint of being able to help families. Um, and I still incorporate my music. I do a lot of music therapy with my with my patients. And that's, for that's people what, that don't, yeah. yes, for people that don't understand what NICU is, um, that's called uh, neonatal intensive care. So I work with the premature babies. I'm talking like 24 weeks, 580 grams um, to the chronic stable babies, even unstable. Sometimes those are that's the, you know, the bracket that I work with. And I wanted to be able to guide mothers, fathers, grandparents through what they think is a difficult transition and to show them how resilient their baby is, to be there with them with their milestones when they take their first bottle, when they get off that vent, you know, just yeah. big things that we take for granted. Like we wake up and we're able to breathe regularly. Well, there's somebody in the hospital bed right now that is relying on a vent to keep them right. stable. And so going through those different milestones with them. And like I said, I use a lot of musical therapy, do a lot of gospel music. Um, singing to them, playing music, you know, and they respond receptively to it, you know, because babies are, you know, people yeah. think, oh, they just need to go to sleep. I just, I just want them to go to sleep. No, they have, you know, they want to play and do things, you know, just like normal babies too. 
And right. so incorporating that music and doing that with, you know, their range of motion exercises, you can see like how they light up. And it right. has been a joy of mine to be able to see these babies grow up, go through their milestones and go home. It's awesome. I think, I think that's amazing. I think it's beautiful. Um, so how does that continue once your career, you know, can, you know, since your career is blooming and blossoming now, like how, do, how does that work out? Well, I know that there is going to come a time in which I won't be able to do nursing full time, but I'm never going to stop representing the field of nursing. Right. Um, I know that I want to do a whole lot of things like what I just did with St. Jude. I had the wonderful opportunity to be able to represent St. Jude um, and their research uh, for the December month um, during the holidays. I still want to be able to be a voice for those who feel like they are voiceless um, and just bring that in a different type of avenue. I know that I won't be able to always do bedside nursing, um, but I still want to have a presence in the area of nursing. I didn't work too hard to have this degree. (laughs) So I'm going to keep it alive and active. (laughs) But I I think think I'll be doing it a different way. Yeah, I think that's amazing. And then you mentioned music therapy and and music therapy helps all across the board. Like I work in the cancer center. So like they do it over on that side too. And it, it, it works wonders for a lot of patients. So I think that's really cool. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, what is the plan? Um, like, as, like as far as your album and whatnot, like, do you have kind of dates that are that are kind of set and inside already? Well, there is a lot of stuff that's coming down the tailwinds um, that you're just going to have to follow my page uh, at my name is Mariah to be able to be a part of that journey and see what's going on down the tailpipe. There's a lot of exciting things that's going on, um, but I'm going to wait until the say of the Lord to reveal all said information. (laughs) But I can tell you that 2022 is going to be a big year. Uh, God is already doing some amazing things and I'm just here as a uh, vessel to do however he sees fit. Right. I thank you so, so much. Your spirit is just like, your spirit is just amazing. And it's like, as you're talking, I keep looking at that board behind you that says she believes she could. So she did. I I think that's just really, I think that's awesome. I do. Um, I have like a text list of like a ton of people that like I send out messages and stuff like that every morning. And so like when I see people and they have stuff like that kind of surrounding them and like, I, I think that's just amazing. So um, any type of, I don't want to necessarily say final comments, but um, like, is there anything that you really wanted people to get, you know, with your conversations that you're having today? Well, I wanted people to see that I am a person like everyone else. I know that people idolize people and put them on these high pedestals, but I want people to see that I am a down to earth, regular girl from Shreveport that the Lord just decided to give me this gift um, and open doors that are beyond my wildest dreams. I am no different from anybody else. Um, And I just want people to portray that and and see that in me and see me as a friend, a sister, a cousin, whatever you see. Um, But I just want people to to realize, you know, don't idolize me. It's okay to to be a lover of my music, which I'm very grateful for. But I don't want to be idolized. Right. Well, I want to say thank you again. Um, You know, just uh, again, like, again, this is just my passion. So, like, I love I love talking just to people in general. I mean, it's, it's dope talking to celebrities and, you know, people that do music and whatnot, but just people in general. And it's cool to be able to see 
you know, how things tick for you, how things flow, how you are, you know, what, what you're thinking about when you're putting these things together. Like I love every bit of doing this and just the fact that you were willing to do it. Um, I think that that just resonates like really big with me. So I'm truly grateful. Um, where can people follow you, find you? I mean, obviously there's your YouTube page and um, your website. Yes. So you can follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat. My name is Mariah, M-A-R-I-A-H. Um, and Facebook, my page is Mariah Hester. That's my last name. Um, and if you want to go ahead and subscribe to my YouTube, it is Mariah as well. So just easy, Mariah, I'll pop up. <laughs> Okay. Well, again, I appreciate you so much. I definitely want to be able to do this again. You got to get to Cleveland now that you're signed to Veracity. Like, Look, you can't be signed to the label and not be here in the city. Oh, you know, I'm going to come. I'm going to be there. And I've been there actually a few times. Honestly, okay. it's a very okay. beautiful place. Very beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's it's so much here now. Like, they've, they've done a whole lot to build up the city. So, um, yeah. it would be great to see you here. Um, and if you're here, you know, maybe we can get you into the station, get you on my show, because I do another show as well. Um, so I think that's great. But um, I'm grateful. Right, to you. Well, thank you so, so much. Um, we will do this again. But until the end, you have an amazing day. Keep putting this music out because I, I I need music. I Uber, too. So I, I've had your music playing in the car and people are like, who is that? Who is that? And I've, I've been saying all this time, like, Mariah, she from here. She from here. So I got to clean that up. But. <laughs> well, I definitely. Well, Cleveland is a second home, so you you wasn't saying anything out of line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, thank you so so thank much. You. All right, thank you. All right, bye bye.